You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Welcome back to the show, party people. If you are new here, we're so stoked to have you. And if you're a longtime listener, you know what's up. We love you. (laughs) This is the show where we combine heartfelt lifestyle girl chats with hardcore business strategies that will just help you kick booty booty, your butt and your whatever, uh, and in your business. And if you haven't left a review for the show yet, if you wouldn't mind taking two minutes to do that, it would just mean so much to us. It helps the show out a lot. And we appreciate and love every single one of you who have already left one and just given us incredible feedback. So we, we genuinely appreciate and love the crap out of every single person, but especially those who give us that five-star review. So thank you. All right. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different, I'm going to say, uh, especially from the normal, if, you, if you're a long-time listener. Normally, we come at you with a pretty like structured while still being conversational episode, right? Like giving you different marketing and business strategies to help you in your small business and your life, all of that. that. That's like the normal on the show. And today, we kind of wanted to change it up a little bit and invite you into genuinely what's more of a candid, super raw, real conversation between Evie and I. This episode is not scripted at all. Not that we don't like overly script any other shows, but we usually have like a ton of notes to go off of. We have barely written any notes to go off of on this conversation. And you're just hearing us really honestly, truly dive into some real talk, like two best friends talking about our thoughts on internet culture in general. So what it's like to run a business in 2021, navigating and dealing with hate and critiques as a personal brand and someone who's, you know, trying to share their life or business on the internet. And then also we dive into staying true to who you are in the midst of internet comparison, social media, and all of that. And just everything that we're kind of bombarded with online in the daily, like whether you're a business owner or not. Like it's just kind of the world we're living in in 2021. um, And we just we're, we're talking about it. So it's a really good conversation and one that we can't wait for you to get a little peek into. Uh, so without further ado, our super raw, candid, real conversation between Evie and I. Let's go. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, let's get started with this conversation. This is going to be super fun. Okay, well, we'll just, I'm just going to ignore the mic <laughs> and pretend that we're just like chatting on a Zoom call. Well, actually, I want to say, like, to the listeners, this conversation actually started. Lindsay and I were like looking at, you know, future podcast episodes and like kind of planning out, like, you know, what was going to come in the next series or the next order or whatever. And well, then we had like a mini debrief or not even a debrief. We had a mini conversation like on that Zoom call and yeah. we went off on a rabbit trail. And then we started talking kind of about this and just social media and all this stuff. And we were like, we should just turn this into a podcast episode. We should just discuss, like pause this conversation and just discuss on the podcast. So that's literally what this is. And I think this is going to be pretty fun. So Mike is not here. We're just, hi, Lindsay. How are you? My, who's Mike? <laughs> no, I meant my mic, like M-I-C, microphone. Oh, <laughs> well, it is here because it's... <laughs> I was like, who's Mike? Mike? 
It's like Mike is not a part of this oh podcast my anyway. Gosh. <laughs> I met my mic, my microphone. Anyways. Okay, so I think starting off, just like internet culture in general, like yeah. navigating. I think, well, what even started this conversation? We well, were talking think- about like hate and, and comparison. Well, wasn't it when I was discussing kind of what I was dealing with coming back from the honeymoon and my mindset around social media and just how like different it is? Yeah. Okay. We'll share that first of all, because they don't know that. Okay. So I was telling Lindsay like last week um, when we had like our catch up, when I got back from the honeymoon and I was just saying, I forget exactly like how I told you, Lindsay, but I was just like, I don't know. I feel like over the last like year or few months, like so much has shifted in both like life and business for me that there's a part of me that's like, I I feel like I don't even know how to show up online anymore in the way that like, I used to have like no questions about. Like I just, it was Like creating so, content was super effortless. Yeah. It just felt very effortless because I knew exactly who I was and exactly who I was speaking to. And I'm not shocked by that just given like a lot of my pivots and, and lately and all of that. But I think what you and I were talking about, Lindsay, was I was saying that I think there's been a part of me subconsciously, none of this was conscious, but Mm -hmm. subconsciously over the last like four to six months, maybe eight months, there's been like a tiny little like desire in me to like create, like as I've been pivoting my Evelyn Grace brand, almost create this more like vibey aesthetic like vibes in my brand and on my social media like appearance Mm -hmm. um like I just like I don't know we were even talking about just like super vibey like making sure your photos look super aesthetic and just different things because not even your photos I feel like stories too yes stories very much because I'm like very inspired by a lot of these people who just like a lot of their content is just like cohesive like magazine, like beautiful, like just the edits on these little like iPhone photos. And, you know, they're like taking a quick trip to the dog park and they like snap this photo of like the trees or like something that you just look at and you're like, how, how? Like that's so beautiful. Uh And it's an iPhone photo, like edited with an iPhone preset. Like, how is it so pretty? So I think- I'm curious though, if that's like not effortless. I don't think it would be effortless to do that. Because I think people, for some, not everyone's life or not everyone's, even every moment of everyone's life is like that. So I feel yeah. like in order to maintain, especially on your stories, not even yeah. just like your feed, because obviously your feed, you could edit and yeah. curate something, but like to actually curate your entire life, which, which this, oh, this is a whole deep dive. Like, <laughs> like, like it's obviously, okay, that could be how your house looks, like your clothes. Like obviously there's yeah. elements like that, but it's like, there has to be some parts of your life that are messy or or whatever. And it's, yeah. I think people that only show the curated, yeah. they're intentionally leaving that out, I think. Well, and what I think you and I started discussing, Lindsay, was how much work that can take uh-huh. to like, you know, just even super simple things of like, I feel like when I first started on social media and for the first like year or two, three, four, like, I never worried about like what I was wearing necessarily. And I feel like lately in the last like year or so, I've started being a little bit more like, oh, okay, I'm I'm showing up on like, I think reels also impacted a lot of this. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna like film a bunch of reels today. Like I need to like curate my outfits. Like, you know, I'm not just gonna wear like a t-shirt. Like, right. and, and- Well, okay, see, but that to that point, you're trying to put the brand out to a widespread audience that's not, that doesn't follow you. Yeah. But I would say that's the same thing as, putting on a curated outfit that matches your brand for a feed photo or a content photo that is going on your feed versus yeah. 
I, in, in my opinion, I feel like I, I change it up with stories. I think that's where I don't give a rat's ass. Yeah. But, but I, think it's, I think it's just like this, this pressure. And I wonder if some of it's coming from reels that I'm feeling. Yeah. And, or maybe it's just also like, as I've been pivoting my brand, I've been opening my eyes to like new brand thoughts that I've uh-huh. never really like, I've been like Evelyn Grace, destination wedding photographer, business educator for like five years or six years or whatever. And now I'm slowly getting into like Evelyn Grace, like speaker, educator, like that type of like a little bit, like I'm trying to pivot my brand a little bit more. Uh And so I'm aware of like allowing my brand to pivot. And I think maybe opening that door of like being aware of what I could turn into. I don't know. We were just discussing like... Well, I think it's also the introduction of Evie Swim. Because Evie yes. Swim was a very like luxe... Vibey. Like, vibey. More so than Evelyn Grace ever was. Yeah. Which like I would argue even... You're you're more curated than a lot of people still. Yeah. But I would say like I think your intentional choice to try to pivot into like the fashion industry one, but then also yeah. like with swimwear, but not even swimwear, just like the vibe specifically that you branded Evie Swim as. It's like the very like, like film photo, like Uh retro, like... So I think you, you're feeling the pressure that, that Evelyn, like your personal account has to be that. Yeah. Well, and what we were discussing too on the conversation that like, I want to bring up here was like, I don't feel like that's not true to myself. I love aesthetic things. I love like vibes. I love, I'm starting to like grow to love film photos and just that, like that, that visual and like so much oh, of it. Eloise is up. If anybody heard that. <laughs> Eloise is like, how's it going? <laughs> Let me like, be on the podcast. I'm awake. Um, so I, don't, I told I, you all this was a candid episode. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, Lindsay and I. That is genuinely you is what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's very much me in a lot of ways, but also, Like that's only a small sliver of like who I am and my lifestyle. Like I don't walk around 24-7 like looking perfect or like snapping all these super aesthetic photos. This is this is the thing though. I think you're holding yourself to the this is almost a therapy session for Evie. Well, Well, this is how this conversation started. That's true, that's true, that's true. But uh I think you're holding yourself to that standard because you genuinely do love like you love like Pampas Grass. That's it. Yeah. That's just what well, I said. Yeah. Like you like vibes, but that is just one part of you, especially just me being a friend, seeing like internet Evie versus real life Evie. Yeah. There's the they're the same Evie, yeah. but there's also there's also like real life Evie that I think yeah. I, mean, I don't know if you allow yourself to be that Evie to be shared as much online I for the sake to. of that, but that's what I'm saying. So but I think people yeah. I think people are are looking at you as like almost like a Barbie doll. Maybe, I don't know if that's the best analogy, but like- Oh, this I think is that's, interesting perspective. I think, that's what you, I think that's what you were feeling when you came back from your honeymoon though, because yes. you had been off of social media for like and two then you weeks. came back. Yeah. Because well, yeah, you had a genuine break, which, you know, social media breaks are always good, but like you came back yeah. and- And I felt it, so- Yeah, well, explain so, what you felt so when you what, came back. So what happened for me was when I took the two weeks off of like everything, like I had my phone shut off for like most of that, like shut off in a drawer, like in our resort, like was not on it. Um, uh-huh. And it was, first of all, just so relaxing and like whatever. And I just thought it was like, oh, getting away from work and life responsibilities and just like well, being also, with that's my how new husband. Should, and like, yeah. You should do a honeymoon. That's well, great. yes, yes. But then when I got back, I noticed like, I still wasn't because we got home and had another. You also, life. that's a huge life change. 
Yes. Like, you were yes. single when you left social media. You yes. were not when you came back. Like, so that's, that's you're dealing with that also. <laughs> yes. So there's a lot of, that's what I also wanted to say, like at the beginning when I was like, there's a lot of brand pivoting and life, huge life changes. Like I launched Evie Swim, like I'm pulling way back on photography and I just got married. Like there's a lot of stuff happening for me right. that I think has created some of this like brand, like, okay, I need to like reestablish and like confirm like what I'm speaking on and sharing online. Anyways, when I got back from my honeymoon, I like, we had five days here at the house still off the grid. So it was like 10 days in Mexico and then five days back home. Like not working. Yeah, not working, not on social media, just like enjoying life and like setting up house together and enjoying the home, like our home here and going to the beach and like surfing. And so highly recommend that, by the way, if you can give yourself a few days at home after the honeymoon before real life hits, highly recommend. But I was home... Like I, I was not feeling any sort of like pressure of anything. And then when I got on Instagram again, after like the honeymoon, like after oh, two weeks. Oh, is that what you're, you're saying? You felt a disconnect because it was, you were doing nothing different. The only difference was then suddenly you were like, quote unquote, the Evie on social media all of a sudden again. Yes. And when I opened my phone and like started sharing again, I was like, oh, I felt like the pressure come back on me. And it's not, it wasn't like extreme pressure or like weight where I was like, it's not this like horrible burden. Like I feel like I'm still... Very, like true to myself. I don't feel like I'm like a complete, like I've created this false identity online. Right. But I noticed that like I felt a weight fall again when I got back on social media that I hadn't felt for two weeks being off of it. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, it was the identity moment where like I'd recognized that pressure like subtly, like subconsciously I'd been like feeling that pressure of like the vibes that I was trying to create, but I didn't like acknowledge it and consciously recognize it until that moment, like coming back and feeling that weight drop again. And I was like, okay, something has to change. Like, this is not okay. Like that I'm feeling pressure to like portray something online. Like, even though it's, it's maybe a part of me, like I'm laughing right now because I'm sitting here like in my dad's like extra large like t-shirt that I like stole like right. 10 of his. I'm sitting in like baggy sweats, like on the floor of my unfinished like studio room, like with no makeup on my hair still in like my braid that I sleep in. And like, just this, like, this is not necessarily like every all day, every day, but this is a huge part of like me. Like I don't yeah. wear fancy PJs to bed. Like I don't, you know, like, and I think that was the moment where I was like, okay, we like, I need to shift something. But then that started the conversation of Lindsay and I talking about the pressures online and that comparison online yeah. of like, you know, cause she and I were just, Lindsay and I were, were throwing out a couple of names of people that we both follow whose vibes and aesthetics are like immaculate. Like you we, never see, I've like, never seen like anything a, messy. No. You never see it. Like everything is branded. Everything is perfectly nothing's like unfiltered. in their font. Yeah. Yeah. Like nothing's like, and that's not bad. We're not trying to like criti- criticize in any way. Like that's a, it's a beautiful brand. Like we both love and follow like this person because it's so like beautiful and inspiring right. and soothing. And like, it's amazing. But I, we were discussing because we were tossing around these names and I was like, she's like, do you feel like you have to be like so-and-so? And I was like, yeah, I think that's like my goal. Like, is that? And I was like, that's just like not fully me. Like, right. I don't want to be that online. Not that somebody couldn't and not that somebody like, that's a bad thing. But like, for me, I was like, I feel like I'm shutting off a huge part of me. And then that well, got us into the- Half of you is the aesthetic, like, like dreamy. And I think you also- uh, it, you, this is your personality, but especially comparing it to me, like between the two of us, you're the kind of person that is more inclined to share the pretty and the inspiring. And yeah. I'm the, the, the kind of person <laughs> that is a little bit more inclined to like be like, 
<laughs> YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. Like, not that I don't love vibes because I do love yeah. vibes. And I look up, like, I like I am inspired by vibes. Yeah. But I, there's, there's a, between the two of us, you definitely lean more toward, like, I want to inspire people. And what inspires me, which is flowers and sunshine and the beach and what, whatever, yeah. like that, you want to share that part, which is great. But I think, I think you're holding yourself to the pressure too, like too much so yeah. that I think, I, I think if you return or if you allow old Evie, not that there's new Evie and old, but like how you, <laughs> the other social half media, of Evie. <laughs> how you treated social media when you first got on it. Yeah. Like the, the nerd, like the homeschool nerd <laughs> from Ohio <laughs> that watches Anne of Green Gables, like and the cries. actual Evie, <laughs> like not that vibes Evie is not real Evie, yeah. but it's only half of you. And I think if you allowed people to see the other Evie, yeah, I think also, because I think people look at you specifically as like, like, oh my gosh, this girl's just trying to be like perfect. And I think that they're reading like yeah. the the aspect of social media that you feel like the pressure yeah. of like, oh, I feel like I have to like measure up to vibes. Yeah. Or, or well, whatever. I think I think the thought that's coming to my head is like I am like it's a habit for me to romanticize my life. Like that's how I live. Oh, that's a good that's that's a good way to phrase it. But like I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I don't think I, it's a I, bad thing, but it can go too far. I, I think. think it can go too far when I feel like I have to romanticize my social media. Yeah. Like everything that I post, I feel like has to be like something that I'm enjoying or inspiring right. or loving. But it's coming from the heart posture of wanting to inspire people. So it's a good yeah. heart posture, but it can go too far. Because I think there's something good with romanticizing your life. I think like that's honestly how I like find so much joy in like the littlest like, moments. Coming to social media as like a rant fest, as a Debbie yeah. Downer, yeah. as like someone who's like constantly dragging the energy. Yeah. But I think there's a difference between dragging the energy or like being a Debbie Downer and showing real life. I think there can be a differentiation yes. between that. Well, and I think this is all, this was all like just coming to my consciousness because I hadn't realized that I was feeling that pressure. I hadn't realized that I was yeah. making those subtle changes. I hadn't realized that I w- had stopped sharing like me and my PJs like looking like trash. Like I hadn't realized that I'd suddenly like crafted this only the romantic side of my life and shut out the other until I got back from my honeymoon. And like, I've been back for, what is it? Two weeks? Like this is very fresh. Like, well, this is a raw conversation. (laughs) You're getting the raw stuff. (laughs) Well, you're not listening to this, I think until like November or December, but you But still, (laughs) maybe by then you'll have noticed a change in my social media because I've actually actively been like, kind of working on it a little bit, but... Oh, so this will be a good retroactive... Was also, we're batching for my maternity leave, so just suck it up. Yeah. Well, okay. So, but this that this conversation that you and I were having, Lindsay, like last week, sparked the conversation of that comparison and how it's uh-huh. so easy for us, like especially like I was mentioning with reels, I've saved a ton of reels of like super vibey, like montages of like... Because that's what you're attracted like, to and what you yes. ideally want to share. And I want it like, I'm like, oh, I love that montage. Like I want to create a montage of like working from home that looks like super vibey like that and all this stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. That is a huge part of me. <laughs> my brain is like, oh, I want you to make that. And then I want to remix it. And I want to, and I want to show like the show that is my current desk right now. <laughs> like to like a beautiful, like, you know, those like instrumental violin ones. It's like, yep. it's like beautiful vibey. It's like interior designer share it or like beautiful offices. I want you to make that just so I can remix it. And then like, wonderful, wonderful. Wonderful. I love it. 
Um, but yeah, no, with reels, like I'd been, because I'd been saving all of those like vibes that I was drawn to and wanted to create. The algorithms showing it to you. Yep. That's all I'm getting in my thing, like algorithm now. And so now when I'm oh, on then social it's media. Like making you feel yep. inadequate. Yep. So it's been making me feel like, oh my gosh, like all of these people are just like so vibey. And like, you know, this, this is a really raw, I don't like, see honest any truth. vibes on, on real. It's, it's because I'm like liking and saving all of the, okay. what, like the algorithm is giving you what you want. And oh. so that's creating this like comparison, like that I hadn't fully noticed until I got back from my honeymoon. And then I felt this pressure of like, oh, I have to create like all this stuff now and like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and I had this crazy thought the other day when I was watching a montage that was like super, like the sunlight was like hitting this like coffee as they were pouring it just right and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's vibey. And I was like, okay, where in my house does the sunlight hit? At what time of day? I should make sure I film the reel at that time of day. And I like sat back and I was like, what the heck are you thinking? I mean, like nothing wrong with like inherently Beauty. that one thought was not inherently wrong it was just the pressure that I was feeling with that thought. To put on yourself to make that happen yes. for your content. Like I had to make that real, like with the sunlight hitting just the right way to like, you know, glow up my glass of chai. Of like, Joke's you know, on you, your new house doesn't have <laughs> the harsh light that the old one did. No, it, I, although the sun is changing now that we're getting into fall and it's like definitely hitting across the kitchen counter. Oh. And so I- <laughs> I'll have to come back. <laughs> Anyways, but that was creating the conversation of comparison. So I feel like right. we should talk about comparison now on social media and how that like can affect so much of like what we consume and then what we create and create paralysis around creating because we're feeling trapped on in comparison. Oh. That was you just, you just talked a lot. Hold on. Back up. Wait. <laughs> Do you hate to talk? Well, no. What did you just say? You just said a lot of stuff and I don't know where to go off. and like consuming and creating and like feeling like powerless to create because of how much well, you're consuming. Well, because you feel, I think, well, it's, it's both because it's like you're, you felt paralysis over creating because you, you felt like you had to measure up. But yeah. why did you feel like you had to measure up to a certain, I mean, some of it is self-imposed. Like we put it on ourselves right. of like, oh, I want to be vibey because so-and-so is vibey yeah. or because their their life looks a certain way. But I think what we're forgetting is that like every single person that's vibey or or that that looks that way, not even vibey, it could be a different example than that. But like everything that we're looking- you feel jealous. Yes, is curated. Like Most even the likely. person that we were commenting on of like, wow, every single thing she shares is beautiful, immaculate. Like her life, I'm well, I've been to her house. Her house does look beautiful like that. But what I'm saying is like, there's not every single moment of her day is yeah. beautiful like that. I mean, not every single moment of your day is like that. So people might be listening to this and be like, Evie's life is perfect because that's all you've shown yeah. or, or that's all you've allowed yourself to see because of the comparison that you yourself are feeling yeah. to feel like, oh, in order to be successful or not even successful, in order to like be on social media, I have to be a certain way. And then that, it just, it, I think it feeds into a cycle of comparison yeah. that never stops because yeah. it starts with, with one person trying to be like another person. And then they put themselves up to that standard whether or not that's real or not. And then other people are looking at that person and they're like, oh, I have, in order to be like, successful, like, like someone could look at you when you're only sharing vibes yeah. and be like, oh, in order to be like a success, successful photographer or a successful business yeah. educator or a, to own a company, I have to then show only this. Like I yeah. can't show well X or whatever. I also so it, I think it like, it's a cyclical thing. 
I think it also goes the flip way though of some people. Like I know there are some incredible people who are influencing culture and just conversations for like powerful, powerful ways, but they're usually sharing like daily the like the the messy the imperfect the mundane like uh-huh. and that's all they're sharing is the messy imperfect and mundane and i think some people can look oh, like up like that. sharing like my life is a mess always yeah well yeah i don't even know just like intentionally like the only thing that they're sharing is like okay you may look at my makeup and think it's perfect but by the way look at this up close like here are all my pores uh-huh. and i think some people can look at that and be like oh in order to be successful i have to only to be share vulnerable, right? yeah. I, have to, I have to only share oh. the vulnerable i have to only share the raw and it's like well it's still comparison no matter which way you're spinning it that's exactly what i was trying to like that's the point is like it, it's oh. not just the perfect or the curated that we're comparing ourselves to we also compare ourselves to like the, the imperfect messy. the vulnerable the, the messy like you know for, well, because that gets into the conversation of authenticity and being like, oh, in order to be successful online, I have to bear my soul. I have to, sh- I have to show up with no makeup. It's almost yeah. like you feel pressure either way. You either feel yeah. pressure to show up with makeup and be the magazine vibey yep. girl, or you have to look up, or you're looking up to the person that's that's like acting crazy, and you're like, oh, in order to be successful, I have to do that. I think that's almost where like my disconnect came. Like I almost feel like for so long, for so many years, I was very much in the like, I'm just going to share me and like all the messy and imperfect and whatever, Mm -hmm. like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then as I started like, I started becoming more and more drawn to and attracted to like this this specific vibe and then created Evie Swim like very much along that vibe. And I've been trying to like learn and grow and like creating and cultivating and curating and, you know, like all of that, this this vibe for Evie Swim and in my own personal life, just like enjoying it and finding joy in it in my personal life. I like think I almost flipped from like, messy, real, vulnerable, like don't think twice, just I'm posting it period into this like curated. And mm-hmm. it's like, I feel like there's a middle ground. Like well, for, yeah. for for some people, like and for some people maybe it's just purely on I one side. I think the middle ground is to genuinely be yourself. Yes. It sounds so stupid. <laughs> it, it also because sounds it, very like impractical of like okay, well how? <laughs> be yourself. What is that? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What is that movie that I'm thinking? Be yourself. Be yourself. Be, just friends with Ryan Reynolds. It's his mom. His mom. <laughs> Have you seen this movie? I don't think I've seen it. Okay. Well, everyone who has that's listening to this is appreciating me right now because oh my gosh, <laughs> the Ryan Reynolds movie Just Friends, where he's he, him and Anna Faris, and his mom. His mom is like his mom is the best character in that movie. Oh my gosh, uh, <laughs> I need to see this movie now. She, <laughs> you need to watch it. It's a little raunchy, but it's so freaking funny. It's like Ryan Reynolds in his prime before he like blew up with like Deadpool and all that. But uh, um, it, it it's his. Well, this is also just a classic Ryan Reynolds movie, but his mom is like, he's like leaving the house because he's like 30 and he's back home for the holidays. And she's like, she's like singing. She's like, be yourself, be yourself, be yourself, be. Oh my God. And he's like, okay, my mom ought to go. (laughs) Oh my gosh. That's amazing. So many people are going to get that. I just can't wait. Anyways, uh. Hey, Heart Fam, we had to interrupt this episode real quick to share with you something that's revolutionized our workflow. Everyone always asks Evie and I what the number one investment is that we've made in our businesses. Without a doubt, the best investment we've ever made to get our life and time back is HoneyBook, a client relations management software. We both use HoneyBook every single day and legit could not live without it. 
It's an all-in-one project management tool that's designed specifically for creative entrepreneurs. I honestly don't know what I would do without HoneyBook. It streamlines everything. Email conversations, client workflow, contracts, invoicing, calendar integration. HoneyBook literally coordinates everything for my business. They thought of everything that a creative entrepreneur could need and combined it all in one place. From templates, brand customization, an app so that you can send invoices while you're on the go, all the way to the little ka-ching sound your phone makes every time you get paid, aka my favorite part, HoneyBook gives you the ability to streamline an excellent client experience from your fingertips so you no longer have to spend 24-7 working in your business and you can finally get back to living your life instead. Guys, we know you're going to love HoneyBook just as much as we do. In addition to a free seven-day trial, we have an exclusive offer just for our podcast listeners. 50% off your first year of HoneyBook. Guys, that's a $200 value. All you have to do is go to share.honeybook.com slash heart and claim your discount. That's share.honeybook.com slash heart. Or you can check out the link in our show notes. If you're enjoying what you're getting in this podcast for free, then you're about to get your mind blown with what we offer in our educational courses. If you're ready to uplevel your business, serve your clients like never before and reach revenue goals that you barely dared to dream of, then we're ready to help. Our courses are packed full of tools, formulas, strategies, and resources to help you kick freaking butt in biz. Whether you choose the photo major, a complete course for photographers, or the content photo minor, a mini course on how to finally slay your content photos for your blog, Insta, headshots, whatever, you will walk away with more knowledge than you ever thought possible. And here's the reality. We are here to see you succeed always and forever. And that is why we created each and every one of these courses. To check them out for yourself, read the reviews and look at each course syllabus, go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash courses. (laughs) Wow. I don't know where I was going. You were talking about like the the way to combat the the two ditches. it's It's because... It's because when you truly do not care about what people are thinking, yeah. if you like vibes, show the vibes. If yeah. you if you want to inspire people by showing the mess, show the mess. Or like if you're feeling one thing one day, share it. If you're feeling something the other, share it. Yeah. But I think <laughs> I feel like then this navigates the conversation into like people's opinions of you and how that affects compare like the reason oh. we compare ourselves yeah. is because we're trying to be other people, but it's but then there's the whole other aspect of social media or just internet culture in general that that no other time in history yeah. have we have we been so online, but also so inundated with people's opinions of us, yep. and that I think feeds into the comparison yep. of like, oh, I have to be this certain way. Oh, because that comment just told me that like I that they don't like that when I do that. So now I have to, okay, I have to do this. Or like, I don't know. I feel like it all feeds into each other. Like, well, it's like, it's like you see, like I have, you know, multiple friends who are, you know, have platforms on social media or whatever, and they'll share stuff like, yeah, I just had somebody criticize like my eyebrows. And like, or have you seen the like, the posts or the reels that are like, like it'll be a series of like praising, like, oh my gosh, your eyebrows look amazing. Oh my gosh, like your makeup looks flawless. Oh my gosh, like I'm like, this is amazing. And then it'll flip the screen and it'll be all hate comments. Oh my gosh, your eyebrows are disgusting. Oh my gosh, like blah, blah. And it's like all the same thing. You things. get it from, you get the exact, you, get all you, can, you can post one thing and you're going to get conflicting comments. Yeah. Well, I will also say like, I don't feel like I get hate comments like that regularly. So I don't want to like, pretend like it's just constantly you're getting hate 
opinions. But no, not not that not that we are. Or, but I'm just saying, but like, it's still, you you have to navigate in, in like 2021. You have to navigate how to show up online, whether you're doing a personal brand or whether you're just trying to grow your business or you're just being on social media just to be on social media. Like, you have to navigate. Th- people's opinions that they're going to give you whether you want it or not. Yeah. Like you're going to get that. And then especially introducing the aspect of like, if you grow and if you have like somewhat of a platform, if you have a lot of followers, it just becomes, I think the more followers someone gets, the more untouchable people think they are, the more that they're like, oh, they don't see this. Or if they do, they're not going to care. I mean, it's like like dehumanizing. Yeah. Well, it's the same concept of like why people would write on like a, a celebrity's account because you're like, they're not going to see this or or you just don't care. And it's like people, you you treat like a comment on a social media's or sorry, a celebrity's Instagram account or even like an influencer's Instagram account different than you would treat if you were actually staring at them in person. Like, yeah. I mean, that's just like everyone would. Yeah. Well, I everyone think that's is hard. different. Like, I think back to the point, that's what can be so hard to navigate, like showing up online is recognizing that like people's opinions are there. But... I don't, yeah. I mean, what would you say, Lindsay, to somebody who's like, that's exactly how I'm feeling? Like, I'm just scared to show up, period, because I feel like no matter what I do, somebody's going to have an opinion about me or my actions or my home or whatever. I think that's where you have to, like, you have to not put your worth and your value in other people's opinions of you because yeah. it's going to happen no matter what. Like, yep. that, that's what I, we were talking about this in the other conversation that kind of leads me to this, but I was, uh, this is embarrassing. Um, <laughs> We're getting real up in here. Confession time. I was browsing Hulu the other day, and uh, the D'Amelio show just, like, launched. (laughs) Which is literally just, like, a reality TV series about Charlie and, uh, what's her name? Dixie Dixie? D'Amelio. Like, the TikTok lady, people, stars, whatever. (laughs) Um, and this is also, preface, I don't watch things like this. Like, I've never seen an episode of, like, the Kardashians. Like, I just don't, that's not me. Um, but I was bored, y'all. I'm pregnant, and I'm getting ready to have a baby. And I was just like, I just need entertainment. And I was like, you know what? I want to see what this is about. So I started, so I started watching, like, the first episode of the show, because I was like, what are they? They lived in Connecticut, and then they moved to L.A. And then, I mean, I get it. I would probably do the same thing if I, like, if my TikTok blew up because I was a dancer. And 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 you wanted to make a TV show about me? I'd probably do the same thing. So I can't judge. <laughs> Anyways, that's not the point. Uh, I was watching that, and I can't remember. If it's episode one or two. Yes, I watched multiple episodes. So there's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't remember, but uh, I was watching it, and I they were talking. They, they were bouncing back and forth between Charlie and Dixie, and obviously Charlie's like the quote unquote more famous one because she's like the most followed on TikTok. Y'all know who freaking Charlie D'Amelio is. I don't have to explain. Have to explain. Um, but Dixie's her sister, and Dixie apparently struggles more with like mental health and like get it. Like she gets more affected by hate comments or just like comments in general than Charlie does. Which it was, so there was like this scene that like gutted me because like this is obviously like kind of what like everyone feels probably like on a on a mild level, but she gets it five million more times because of how many like how big her platform is, yeah. but. It was just like this onslaught. It was it was the scene of her like bawling and just like breaking down in front of her parents and like the cameras were there and like she was like not okay. It was because she had done this like 
I think she had done a takeover for Vogue or like she did like a YouTube video for Vogue that was like, hey, a day in the life of Dixie Tabilio or whatever. And just like the reaction to that of just like all of the hate comments of just people being like, you're not even famous. Like you're just famous because of your dancing sister or like you're just trying to maximize like you can't even sing because she's trying to be a singer or whatever. And it's like, and she was just like bawling. And she was like, I just went to the gym and like, I, I can't do anything right. Like it was almost like she was just crying because it was like the paralyzing fear of like, I can't do anything or share anything. Because if I share this, people hate me. If I share this, people hate me. And it was just, it was like genuinely painful to watch because it was like, it was just somebody like being completely, like their spirit was completely being broken by just, because they felt paralyzed. Like she couldn't do anything it, she would just get hate comments no matter what. It's like, yeah. it's like you get hate for existing at that yeah. point. Yeah. And it, it, it obviously that's like a higher scale than like a lot like most of us that are listening, unless, you know, someone super famous is listening to this podcast. <laughs> that, that's not happening. But anyways, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, we feel that on a micro level, probably obviously not to the extent of like getting a million comments a day that say like, you suck, go die. Like, but yeah. we get it in smaller avenues of like, it feels like no matter what we do, we're going to get hate. Like, oh, if I share this, people will love it, but people will also hate it. And it's like, I think that paralyzing fear is real, but it's also like, how can we not let that affect how we're showing up or if we show up at all? Yeah. Well, I think for me, something that I really appreciated, I saw, I think it was Milena Ciciotti. I think she posted this and somebody said something about like, how do you not care when people have opinions about like your mother, like hood or how you mother or like whatever, Uh how you parent. And she said something, I think this was a while ago. And then she just said it again recently and I was reminded of it. It was like, she said, why would I care what a random person on the internet who doesn't know my life, like why would I let that control my life? Like if they, if they aren't in my life seeing it and actually like speaking into it, like to uplift and help and encourage. She's like, I'm not going to give them the time of day. But it's hard to live that out, especially if it's happening like a lot. Well, I think it's, yes, a lot. But I'm also like wanting to bring it back down to like us. Like how do we go about like creating when we know that there's a possibility that somebody might have an opinion on it? And I, I think it just comes down to like, we have to like take a step back and just assess like, do I know this person? Do they have the access and authority to speak into my life? Do they know who I am? No. Okay, then I'm not going to take it to heart. Yeah. And also realize, like Lindsay was saying, like our worth and our identity and who we are does not come from social media. It does not come from like, you know, our people's perceptions of us and who we are. And, you know, do they think we're perfect or anything like that? Like that's not who we are. And if we are all sitting here, like looking at certain people and feeling like, oh my gosh, their life is just so perfect. Like, you know, whatever. Like, can we not try to break the the facade of perfection on social media and just show up as human beings, both the perfect and like flawless and wonderful along with like the imperfect and goofy or the imperfect and messy or the imperfect and hard. Like, who are we to back away from something as if it's like going to control our lives instead of actually stepping into the fight and being like, no, I'm going to show, you know, show up as a real human being so that hopefully even one person is impacted by this and recognizes that like they're not alone. Well, that's what I think 
we forget. Like, that's what I want to hit on, right? That, what you just said at the very end is like, if you stop yourself from showing up out of the fear of the hate that you'll get or the comparison that or like, even like fear of people comparing themselves to you, because I think that yeah. could also be paralyzing. Yeah. It, you You just have to be true to yourself, show up and realize that whether it's it's the perfect or whether it's the imperfect or, or however you're choosing to show up, like if it's really you, you're going to inspire somebody that might not been have have been inspired otherwise or life changed. Like it could, I mean, it could be a different, it could yeah. be a spectrum. But yeah. I think that's like, we can't allow ourselves to be paralyzed whether it's comparison or whether it's hate or whether it's like trying to put a burden on us of showing up. <clears throat> Or, or like showing up a certain way. Like we just have to show up and share what we feel called to share. Yeah. Um, and people will, and understand that people will hate it and yeah. people will love it. And that's, that's on them. Like, like that's, you cannot please everyone. You genuinely cannot please everyone. And you can't hold yourself to a standard yeah. that's not true to yourself. And, and that's not authentic to yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean, what's the quote that's like, you can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, but there will still be somebody out there who doesn't like peaches. Like, yeah. And you can't please this everyone. This is making me think of a... I don't know if I should share this. I probably should because we've already been vulnerable. It's just we'll get... The, the People that listen to this will get the nuggets. Um, uh, it's making me think of a reel that I made that I've never shared and I probably can't ever share because it's so divisive. And, uh, and it's, yeah. also the, it's also the thought of like, why would I be posting it? Because it, it's like... It's, it's, a, it's a... it's The audio is... What's, what's his name from... Um, the office, Dwight. It's like the quote that's like, anytime I think, wait, what is it? It's like that. Anything I'm about to do something, I think, would a stupid person do that? And then I do not do that thing. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> we found it. We found it. <laughs> and I and I filmed something that I was. Uh, <laughs> I filmed something cheekily because again, my my personality is is spicy and cheeky and 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 trying to be lighthearted. Like that's just my general personality. And I filmed myself walking outside of my door wearing a mask. <laughs> and then I basically, as it says that, I like pull it down. And it's like, would a stupid person do that? And then I do not do that thing. And then I throw it on the ground. Um, obviously making light, but uh, but people that don't know me wouldn't yeah. know that like, I'm trying to make light of like a situation that like sucks. Like we all, like pandemic, all of that just sucks. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, I can never share this. Like I could literally never share this because-, because the, What's the purpose? Exactly. Well, that's yeah. what that's what stopped me because I'm like, do I just want to be like angsty and be like, oh, I hate COVID. Like, yeah. like I could do that. And like a genuine good chunk of the population could love it. But especially with reels, knowing it would go out to every single person, like, like to all the kinds of people that would, one, don't not know me. And then also not know my heart, not know where I'm coming. Yeah. Like, so it's like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know what my point was with this. Well, like, like the- just like asking yourself, what's the purpose of the content? That you- Are you trying to like, be angsty? Are you trying to like yeah. ignite a fire? Well, something that I noticed, Lindsay, that you said on a podcast episode, the one we did with with the guys, with Andrew and Landon, and you the said guys. something. Okay, yeah. It was like the four of us. And you asked yourself the question, because this hit me. And you, oh. you asked yourself the question of, uh, or you said, when I go to post something, I ask myself, am I posting this to make myself look good? And I was like, oh, oh see, I would oh. argue that that would not make me look good. Well, well, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying like, as like for a content perspective, it's like, what is the purpose of this? Oh, is oh, it, yes. Is it, is is it, it to it, make me look vibey? 
it, yeah, is it to make me look good? Like my life is perfect or, you know, am I just genuinely like this made me so happy and like it brought me so much yeah. joy and inspired me and I want to share that. And, or like, you know, am I not showing up in my makeup and my PJs because, oh God forbid, somebody see me like unput together, you know, like, right. or like, is it to, am I sharing this, you know, to bless somebody, to impact them, to inspire them, to encourage them, you know. Make them smile. Yeah, like there's there's just kind of going back to like, why am I you sharing could, you this? You could argue, you could argue that the reel that I will never post ever probably uh, is to make people smile, but it would only make a very specific half of the population smile and then it would make the other half not smile. Yeah, well, I think that's kind of like where it, where it comes down to like... <laughs> what is the purpose? Yeah, and there's not. There's not. Help. Well, you but, just, it, we'll never see the light of day. It's fine. I think that's just the point. <laughs> I love that you just shared it on the podcast. <laughs> if people have made it 40 minutes into this thing, uh, they deserve to know. It's fine. They deserve no, to know the secret. Well, anyways, I think we're just kind of discussing like, I guess, honestly, like if I wanted anyone to hear anything, like I, when Lindsay and I were discussing and decided to put this into a podcast, I was like, I want people to know that like, even somebody like I'm a social media marketing, like educator, like have been doing this for years, like know all sorts of like hacks and tools and strategies and things. But yet I'm still sitting here like, oh, wow, I fell into like a rut, a rut. And yeah. I fell into confusion and I fell into comparison. And like, I'm recognizing all, that happens to all of us. Yes. And so I think that's like a part of the conversation was just us wanting to like, you know, hash back and forth on like, what's the cause? How do we avoid? How do we, you know, come yeah. out? But also just, I hope that you're hearing this and just recognizing like, oh, it doesn't matter if you do like nail your brand identity. You feel good showing up online. You're doing great. You're growing. You're influencing people. You're impacting, like you're getting sales, like whatever. Like it's not uncommon for you to also like hit a spot or like a life change or a business change or anything where you're suddenly like, oh, okay, I have to reevaluate and go back. Like I have to go back to my roots. Yeah. I have to like reevaluate or maybe like go forward, maybe grow and adapt and change and evolve. Like as you grow, like it's, it's a part of us as human beings who are constantly growing and changing and like, you know, evolving and life changes around us and the world changes around us. And like, it's, you do not have to have it all figured out. And it's okay if you hit those ruts. It's okay if you fall like on one side or the other as far as like vibes or authenticity or like yeah, like vulnerability. Like vibes or vulnerability. Huh, that's an interesting alliteration. Maybe that's what we should name this. Vibes no. versus vulnerability. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, Ooh. I kind of like it. I'm going to write that down. Okay. <laughs> well, vibes <I> think... <laughs> versus vulnerability. Okay. Oh, man. I think, yeah, that was just... Do you have anything to add to that, Lindsay? No, I think that's a really good conversation yeah. that we just had. Yeah, and I mean, if 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 you've heard us, like we have an episode on like handling online hate. If you are like wanting to yeah. learn how to navigate, like actually like navigating and handling online hate, um, you know, authenticity and how to show up online like authentically, you. We have episodes on that. Um, like th we have a lot of like strategic, like here are some steps, here are some things you can do. Yeah, but today this is we more just, of like a yeah friend chat. Well, also, I want to know if you liked this, if we should do more like no notes, absolutely candid, step up to the mic. We just pick a topic and rant. Yeah. Uh, well, this wasn't even ranting. This was just talking. This was it, also just still. like very vulnerable, like what's going on in our lives and our minds right now. Like, yeah. is that interesting too? If we like 
sprinkled episodes like that in. Like, yeah. well, this was like a therapy session for Evie. And then I just <laughs> revealed that the fact that I watched the D'Amelio show and that I have opinions on masks. That's pretty much, you got all of that. You got a lot. You got a lot. You got a lot of juice today. <laughs> I love it. Well, oh, hopefully man. you enjoyed this episode and enjoy just, we just love doing life with you and, you yeah. know, walking through everything together and, yeah, I just hope this was encouraging and fun to navigate and listen and hear, you know, kind of our thoughts and our hearts. And to know and, that, like, you're not alone if you feel like any yeah. similar, like, thoughts on social media or internet culture comparison yeah. or hate comments or, sure. or just pressure to, to prove or be a certain way. Yeah. Like, we, you are not alone in any of that. We all feel that way. Yeah. And hopefully today's conversation just kind of opened your eyes to being like, oh, wow, like, they feel like that. I feel like that too. Like, you're not alone and... The wild, wild west world out there. <laughs> uh, I love it. In the age of, of 2021 and social media. Social and media. business online and just being online in general. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. Yeah, but it yeah. is such a treat and so fun to, you know, be able to create a community and space where we can all have these conversations. So don't forget the yeah. power of showing up online as well because we firmly believe in it. Clearly, based on us. Well, we wouldn't be here. Yeah. We wouldn't, you wouldn't be listening to us if we didn't show up online because you wouldn't know who we are because we wouldn't have been, well, you get it. Okay. All right. Moving on. We (laughs) hope you have an incredible day and enjoyed this conversation. If you did, send us a DM, um, post about it in the Heart and Hustle Facebook group, which the link Especially on this podcast episode. We want to know if you like this style of like. Yeah. This was totally different. I don't know that we've ever done this before. Not like straight up like. This was just like we were talking literally on a Zoom call. no notes and just like a friend conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So if you enjoyed All it, right. send us a DM. Our our social links will be down in the show notes and post in the Heart and Hustle Facebook group. And make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you've rated because that helps us out. And okay, we love you. Have a good week. <laughs> Bye.